Welcome to podcast Kasia's Faith Journey. My name is Kasia Herodsen. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And in this podcast series, I will share personal stories of my faith journey and my music. Thank you for tuning in. Hello again. Witam serdecznie. This is episode number 18, The Journey, Honesty and Integrity. For some time, I have been thinking about honesty and integrity, their meaning and importance, and how they apply in life. I will use some of the quotes and stories that I found to be inspiring. To start, I would like to read the meaning of honesty from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, which describes it as free from fraud or deception, truthful, an honest plea, a fair presentation of facts, genuine, real. In a moral compass, talk by James Faust, I read those inspiring words on honesty. Honesty is more than not lying. It is truth-telling, truth-speaking, truth-living, and truth-loving. Honesty is a principle, and we have our moral agency to determine how we will apply this principle. We have the agency to make choices, but ultimately, we will be accountable for each choice. We may deceive others, but there's one we will never deceive. From the Book of Mormon, we learn, the keeper of the gate is the Holy One of Israel and he employed no servant there, and there is none other way save it be by the gate, for he cannot be deceived, for the Lord God is his name. Honesty is a moral compass to guide us in our lives. I love this quote, and I believe it to be true. I have experienced and seen the effect of applying or not applying this principle in my life. In my walk of life, I remind myself daily what my moral compass is. When I was a little girl, we didn't have devices or much entertainment on TV, so one of our leisure time would be spent reading. I love stories and parables with a moral message, such as Aesop's fables and other parables. Later in life, I read the fables to my children, and we would discuss what we learned from each story. One of the lessons we learned from Mercury and the Woodman was that honesty is the best policy. If you are unfamiliar with this fable, I invite you to read it. I think you will like it. Another story from my childhood that taught me a lesson about honesty is in Polish. I will share a short, summarized, and translated version of this poem. The poem is called Ogrzesiu Kłamczuchu i Jego Cioci. George the Liar and his aunt. In the story, a little boy Grzesz was asked by his aunt if he had put a letter in the mailbox. At first, he wondered, what letter? But then he quickly answered, yes, of course, I did. His aunt asked him, did you, really? He responded with a detailed description of what he saw and what was happening when putting the letter in the mailbox like how the mailbox looked like, the stamp color, and even who was passing by, 
The aunt asked him again, saying, Grzesiu, this letter is very important and your uncle awaited it. Grzesiu continued his story excitedly, describing more things that proved he was telling the truth. Finally, his aunt asked him for the last time. Are you telling the truth? He replied. Yes, my dear aunt. His aunt shook her head and sadly said, Oi, Grzesiu, Grzesiu, I didn't give you any letter to put in the mailbox. <laughs> my mother always said, Kłamstwo ma krótkie nogi. To translate, the lie has short legs. I always thought of her words and could imagine what it would look like. A silly image of a running lie on short legs. Later in life, this profound statement had more meaning to me. You can't run fast when you have short legs. The truth will catch up to the lie and it will be revealed sooner or later. Since I was a young child, I was never good at lying. Anytime I tried to tell a lie, my face would turn red, my eyes would go all over different directions, and everyone would know that I was not telling the truth. Especially when someone would ask me a direct question. My family knows and can testify to this day, even when we play games. I recall a particular situation with my oldest brother years ago. I tried to tell him a lie, but he only looked at me and said, or rather sang a familiar tune. It goes like this. Which means, would the eyes lie? Rather not. Since then, I have decided that it is better to admit to the truth, as difficult as it might seem, because ultimately, in the end, it brings peace and freedom. The experience with my brother or mother's teachings makes me think of this scripture. In the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32, it says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This brings me to a similar principle, integrity. Reading about integrity, I read this definition. Integrity is the quality or state of being of sound moral principle, uprightness, honesty, and sincerity. Adding to this definition, I would like to share this powerful and profound quote by C.S. Lewis. Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Such profound truth. Throughout the years, I learned that honesty and integrity go together. There's no other way around it. I have learned that when those two principles are applied sincerely in life, it is easier to be true to myself others, and most importantly, to God. He knows all. There are still situations where I need to choose and live by this principle, doing the right thing even when no one is watching. It is up to me to determine how honest and trustworthy I am in dealing with myself and others. I appreciate this quote by Spencer Johnson. Integrity is telling myself the truth. And honesty is telling the truth to other people. Inspired by the words from Will the Real You Please Stand Up? by Edward Sanford Martin, I often ask myself, Will the Real Me Please Stand Up? Submit to pressure from your peers and you move down to their level. Speak up from your own beliefs and you invite them up to your level. 
If you move with the crowd, you will get to further than the crowd. When 40 million people believe in a dumb idea, it is still a dumb idea. Simply swimming with the tide leaves you nowhere. So if you believe in something that's good, honest and bright, stand up for it. Maybe your peers will get smart and drift your way. Within my earthly temple, there's a crowd. There's one of us that's humble, one that's proud. There's one that's broken-hearted for his sins. There's one that unrepentant sits and grins. There's one that loves his neighbor as himself, and one that cares for naught but fame and pelf. From much corroding care, I should be free if I could once determine which is me. It is such a good representation of person conflicting within while facing situation in life, trying to decide which is the real me. As I reminisce on my experiences, I can relate to this myself. However, as my faith journey continues with God, I am aware of who I am and where I want to be, which is an intentional reminder to choose honesty and integrity daily. By following the Savior, I am strengthened because He is the best example of integrity. Elvin Tanner added a statement following the poem, The exact opposite of such vacillating is the life and character of the one to whom we should hold fast as the very ideal of integrity, Jesus Christ, the Savior, who taught that man cannot live a divided life, that he cannot serve both God and Mammon, and that he cannot serve two masters. Not only were Christ's teachings directed to oneness of purpose, but his own life was the personification of integrity. This virtue is one of our greatest needs today. One of the articles of faith applied in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints states, We believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and in doing good to all men. Indeed, We may say that we follow the admonition of Paul. We believe all things. We hope all things. We have endured many things and hope to be able to endure all things. If there is anything virtuous, lovely, or of good report, or praiseworthy, we seek after these things. Article Faith number 13. In closing, I will read one of my favorite poems that teaches what matters and the meaning of compelling and simple values of character. My mother says, My mother says she doesn't care about the color of my hair, or if my eyes are blue or brown, or if my nose turns up or down. My mother says these things don't matter. My mother says she doesn't care if I am dark or if I am fair, if I am thin or if I am fat. She doesn't fret over things like that. My mother says these things don't matter. But if I cheat or tell a lie, or do mean things to make folks cry, or if I am rude or impolite, and do not try to do what's right, my mother says that these things matter. It isn't looks that make us great. It's the character that seals our fate. It's what's within our hearts, you see, that makes our Mars our destiny. And that's what really matters.
For listening. I hope you enjoyed the message today. If you feel inspired, please share with others and also visit my website at kashasmusic.com and kashasfaithjourney.com.